Hey guys, welcome to the Dan Griffin Podcast Show. I'm Dan Griffin and today I got Jesse Fires here with me. Uh, we're going to be doing something new I've never tried before. Uh, we actually have a Zoom account which we're going to be talking over and recording from there. Say hi, Jesse. What's going on? So, Jesse actually used to be one of my, well, my personal trainer. Um, we met at a gym called F45 a couple months back. Um, he, <laughs> he used to go hard on me, that's for sure. <laughs> and he, yeah, the workouts, the workouts are serious. Man. You gotta, you gotta. You know, he's always pushing people to be a better person, which is awesome. You know, you need better people like that in this world. So, um, amen. So, what's going on, Jesse? Nothing, brother. Um, just cooking a lot, doing a lot of reading, studying too, as well. Yeah. Reading this uh, great new book, some uh, friend of. <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to start reading that, and I, I just, I got contacts today, actually, and I just, I was trying to adjust, and every time I would sit down and look at something close, it was like my vision would get, like, blurry. I don't know if you can see it, but my eyes are bloodshot red earlier, trying to poke them in and out, so. Your, eyes, your eyesight's that bad? Yeah, it's horrible. I'm almost completely blind in my left eye. Oh, jeez, so. red. Yeah, wow. it's, it's brutal. That's why I used to take the glasses off in class, and I'd be like, all right, let me not step on these by accident. <laughs> <laughs> has so. that ever, has that, has, what's like the story that you, I don't know, like maybe just like that has been a problem, like some, do you have kind of like cool blind story where you couldn't see or something? Oh, God, no. Um, one time I was driving home from Miami, and I didn't have my glasses on me. This is probably three or four years ago. And my friend Matt was in the car, and I'm like, "This I can't make this up. I wasn't drinking or anything, and I was it was getting dark out. And I'm like, is that a dinosaur crossing the road? I just saw, like, a big, giant black blob. And I'm like, he's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? And <laughs> I just, I couldn't see. It was, like, blurry, and I'm like, all right, so... So got, was it wasn't a dinosaur? No, it was, just a, it was just a shadow, I guess, from the lights. You know, street lights are kind of, like, have this orange vibe to them and i was just in and out of shadows three in the morning or whatever time it was and all over the place so do you believe in uh seeing things like that i mean i've been and this is a thing i've been uh, thinking about too as well just like kind of like in spirits in a way but you'll i don't know maybe it's different it's pretty deep overall but just seeing like visual stuff like even in this book it's talking about this girl. Um, what's the book called again? The um, first person you meet. Yeah, the next the next person you meet in heaven. Uh, in heaven. Uh, I got yeah. actually. I still got it right here. You know. Just, there it is. So. Yeah, only four bucks on the. Uh, I bought it on uh, the open on uh, just the uh, Apple Books or whatever the heck this is. Four yeah. four bucks. That's not bad at all. Now for Apple Books, how does that work? You get to keep them all after you're done reading and stuff like that, or? Yeah. No. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. This is my first time really. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I know a lot of people who use like the Audible or whatever that is from Amazon Prime. Like you could rent books or keep them. I'm not sure. Uh, Kindle. Yeah it's, yeah, it's amazing. I mean, think about and think about books too as well. I mean, is it all going to be on the tablets in the future? Because you yeah. know, you got the tablets. It's really cool. But it's like maybe you know maybe our generation or the world's kind of getting rid of like handwriting. Yeah, you know, on online and stuff. I think a lot of things should still be handwriting, like handwritten. That's how you show like a lot of, like, um, 
love and emotion in it when it's handwritten. When you're just sitting there typing something on a computer, which is fine, you know, it still comes from the heart, but when you have that yeah. hand-to-eye motion, it just, it really says something else, the time and the effort and all that, so. Totally different, yeah. But, uh, yeah, what I was saying about the before, in this book, like, before this girl was about to die, she would see, like, people who were already dead, and oh, it was like, spirit, you know, it's spirits in a way, it was a real person she saw, but it's like, when those moments where you're about to die, like, cause we, no, we never know when we're about to die, yeah. So this is like her last hours, but she was seeing someone who was already dead, who was a spirit, and it was like he knows she's coming to heaven. And so really? it's like sometimes you could, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like there's different, you know, angels or even evil spirits out there that you oh. can't see. It goes back to your blind blob. <laughs> I know, do you believe in like afterlife like that? I do. You know, I think, you know, whether or not it's just a spirit or like an energy, like you can feel a vibe when something's off, you just. As a human being, you know the energy's off, and yeah. you could sense yeah, no. it. So I, I 100% do. I mean, I'm a Christian. I'm a born again Christian, so I believe in God. I definitely believe there's a heaven. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's not our bodies; it's our spirit that goes up, and that's totally different. It was, you know, we have like a normal, like a human spirit, but mm-hmm. there's, a, there's like a, a spiritual spirit to as well that speaks to us. And that's like more deep, yeah. uh, deeper too as well. So you know, the spirit talks to the heart and the heart talks to the mind the mind talks to the body and so it's yeah. like all it's connected so. it's all connected you know when you have a gut feeling and like you got to trust it you know when something's off you better believe something's off and you know i've through time and trial i think as human beings we all learn the hard way at one point or another which is it's interesting um yeah you know, and it sucks that sometimes you learn the hard way sometimes you learn the the easy way but as long as you're learning a lesson i truly believe from every situation you can grow from there so yeah just like you you actually moved up to um baltimore right are you in baltimore or are you just yeah. in maryland baltimore yeah baltimore nice yeah, baltimore. yeah you're yeah. taking the next step in your career and your life which is awesome you know they made that leap in uh faith and mm-hmm. now you're studying uh bible school which is pretty cool so yeah Sorry. Had to go out. Yeah, like you said, it was a leap of faith. Nothing I had ever thought I'd do yeah. in my life. You know, what is life now? You know, it's like, oh, we have we have these plans, we have these ideas, but it usually never goes our way, mm-hmm. you know? And then, so it's like, yeah, taking those leaps of faith, and I feel like those are the more challenging moments. I feel like I read somewhere, and it was a stat, it says like two or three times in your life you'll get a major opportunity where you could change drastically change your life but most people are like falling asleep at the wheel that they'll miss that chance yeah as just live a normal life they're comfortable they like to you know they yeah. just like they're not five jobs they're they scared go they're scared too a lot of people are yeah. scared of change and it's kind of sad you know uh this goes back a little about me a couple of years back probably about five or six years ago um oh, I hope, is that a screaming uh, it's a dog. It's it's a dog in the background. Come here, Mason. You want to be on the podcast? Your little squeaky toy. I just oh. got home from work, so now he wants all the attention. Come here, champ. How, how, how old is the dog? Um, he's about two. His he just turned two in December. You know, uh, he's a little, little baby. Yeah, he's the one with the bark. I was telling you about earlier in the day. The little squeak, squeak, squeak. Uh, yeah, get down, Mason. I know you want to play. Here, go get it, champ. You're running the podcast. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, that food you've made today, that looked delicious as well. Oh my god, I saw that and I was like, oh, I need to eat something today. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah, we were uh, tacos. I love just making just different things. We did a sweet and sour chicken taco. So like sweets, yeah. So like an Asian style taco. Very, very good. You know, fresh ginger, garlic, peppers, onions, uh, ketchup. 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 On a taco? So no, ketchup was the sour, the, the in sweet sour sauce. You know how it's a little red? That's, yes. That's ketchup. So All it's right. ketchup, a vinegar, yeah, and then pineapple we had in there too as well. It was really good. I love pineapple. Like, dude, I did a stir fry. Uh, stir fry used to be my go onions, pepper, pineapple, and a sweet chili sauce. Oh, I did that for there you go. days back. Um, I, I did a mango, a mango uh, fried rice the other week. That was good too. That's interesting. Too sweet, you know. I don't like the over sweet stuff, you know. But like something like that, like a mango or pineapple, could be sweeter, but a little less than that. I feel yeah. like it's perfect bread rice. You ever had grilled pineapple before? Grilled pineapple is the best. One of my favorites, right there. You know, I have grilled grilled lettuce. Yeah, actually, um, Baby Gem Lettuce. Though actually, the old restaurant I just not old restaurant, the new restaurant I just helped open up. Uh, Mich- our five-time beer nominated chef he had these little baby gem uh, like Caesar salads kind of and he'd grill them put a white anchovy on top with a house made um, yeah. Caesar sauce and it was to die yes. for really? to die yeah. for it's so good that fr- lettuce you just grill, grill. lettuce the first time I saw that I'm like grilled lettuce and he's like just try it and uh, I'm like alright and I had three of them and he's like I said one I'm like alright well I gotta eat too, you know. <laughs> uh oh. We're, we're breaking up. Hold on one second. I think we're losing connection. Are you there? Yeah. All right. The connection's yeah, getting I'm loose good. here. So. Is on your on the video or? Yeah, it's just saying my network uh, bandwidth is low, so. Oh okay. Probably my neighbor is siphoning my uh, Wi-Fi. I gotta change my password. <laughs> you know, Xfinity has all these hotspots out now. Um, so, and I actually had to go back into my settings and change it. They're like, oh, you know, free hotspots for everybody who has. Um... Mason, stop! I'm in an interview, man. What are you doing? He's he's a cute he's a cute dog, but you're just gonna hear the squeak 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 in the podcast later. Come here, come here. Now he wants to run away. And we'll be back with this commercial break. Yeah, we'll be back. <laughs> All right, so we're back. Sorry about that, everybody. Uh, dog interrupting commercial. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to take a squeaky toy, you know. And, but yeah, no, back, you know, you were talking about giving some peanut butter to keep him busy. I put a piece of uh, or a spoonful of peanut butter in front of him and I put it on his nose and he gets so scared of it. It's. He doesn't. He doesn't like it. He licks his nose for 20 minutes after. Then I put the spoon back up, and he runs to the closet. I don't think he likes it. it tastes so, so good, but it hurts so bad, right, Mason? <laughs> so when I was a kid, two funny dog stories, real quick. One, I fed my dog Pop Rocks. Have you ever done that? The Pop Rocks. Oh, like the fizzies. Oh my uh, gosh! You want... Poor dog. <laughs> well, it's whatever. Yeah. And then another one. My dog ate when I was a kid. My dog ate my crayons. And end up pooping out like the rainbow. It was pretty cool. <laughs> you know, you're from. Uh, you, do you ever go to Cherry Smash in uh, Coral Springs? You know, you're from down yeah. by me. And they great, said, place. great place. You know, I know the owner Art. He was actually a really cool guy. He worked on my uh, car back in the day. 
Uh, they had this uh, ice cream called um, Cookie Monster. It was a blue one. And I, it, just going back to the pooping out the rainbow story, it, it turned your poops blue. And I'm sitting yeah. there one day, I'm like, dang, I got to go to the doctor. Then I remembered what I had the night before. And I'm like, all right, no more of that again. So, Yeah, that, that happened to me with, uh, I was into juicing a lot. I would juice beets. And I so I did a, drank a bunch of beets. And Yummy. then like, it, dude, like and three hours later when I took a dump, red. Oh. So I thought I was... I was like, oh my gosh, I got internal bleeding. <laughs> I need to go to the doctor. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, the beats. But yeah, it like cleanses you. Yeah, it's good though. Nice. What, <laughs> else, good. what else would you mix them with? Are you just like do a juicer with beets in there? And... Beet, well, beets, yeah. So when you juice too as well, you don't want to do too much like fruit. But I mean, I'd put like maybe a little bit of an apple. But we do like beets, carrots, uh, celery. I love ginger. So like a thumb, a little more of ginger. Uh, the lemon and the ham, that's it. The beets, beets are really good for uh, giving oxygen to the blood. I actually used to do that, make my own like pre-workout, but it was healthy. So it's just beet juice and beets open up your red blood cells nice. to give you more uh, oxygen. And so, yeah. Nice. So they have Only, like, um, acid, what is it? The, um, the acid that helps like open up your um, your veins and stuff like that. Amino, not amino acid, but it's like a certain type, you know, I used, I used to go to GNC and I'm like, I want my veins to stick out and look like that big muscular badass guy. And they're like, oh, go take this, some kind of like acid citrike or something like that. Or I don't know the name yeah, of it. I, yeah. I gotta I look it up talking. again. But those were, those used to hurt my heart. You know, I could feel all my veins opening up and I'm like, all right, you know, two's too many. Let's go to one today. <laughs> But uh, what pre-workout were you taking, you know? Um, when I was working out heavy, I used to do the C4 Ultimate. I never took any when I was training with you guys. I did just amino acids. I stopped yeah. a while ago um, just because it was... It's heavy on the heart. Yeah. yeah, you know, I got to take good care of my heart. It's important to me. So it's, uh, yeah, There's a lot of different things that we don't even know what go into those pre-workouts. No. Um, it's, yeah, it's, I was going through the same thing. It's like 250, 300 milligrams of caffeine right off the bat. Yep. That's too much, especially in the high-intensity workout. Shooting right to the bathroom after that. You know, I'd have a coffee with espresso. That would be my pre-workout sometimes, and I felt that better. Yeah. So, <laughs> as a personal trainer, you know, what are um, what are some advices that you can go with, like you would give to somebody if, like, you know, they're just feeling down about themselves or, you know, they just want to be more motivated to really want to do better? What would you What would you say to somebody? Um. Well, first of all, I mean, get a, get a, if you could, you know, have people around you to support you and just like do it with you, that mm -hmm. accountability, that accountability is always huge. So someone who is on like the same level, uh, something you can learn from and teach from either a trainer or someone who knows what they're doing to get advice from. Uh, a lot of people just tend to, they just look, if they look online and stuff like that, then it's always a comparison. If you're comparing yourself with someone else in the gym, who looks like you know yeah. their models and yeah they've been working hard for that or you know they're just that the different bots everyone's different overall so you know focus on yourself don't look at other things focus on what you can't control yeah. and then diet is mostly the big thing i mean working out start slow but and build up that but make sure the diet has to be on point that's what people's mostly struggled is so yeah and it's it, usually the inner battle than anything else so it's the mind yeah it's your own mind uh, defeating you uh, before anything else so yeah get your mind right and just uh, be motivated yeah, 
That's another yeah. thing. Going back to what you're saying is a lot of people compare themselves to people, and you can't do that nowadays. Like people look online, they see all these people, they're ripped, or they have a lot of money, or they look all happy, and behind the behind the social media, they're miserable, they're depressed, they're in debt, and they're just they're not following their dreams, but they're putting on like this perception of oh, I'm the happiest person in the world when it's not always true. And a lot of people forget that. So they get into their own minds, I've learned, just from interviewing with people and talking to people and listening. So, Yeah, for sure. Yeah, what is it? Like uh, melatonin? Serotonin? Melatonin. Well, are you talking about for happiness or for like calmness? Happiness, yeah. Serotonin, yeah. Yeah, so when you get likes, you actually actually produce, your brain produce uh, serotonin. So you get happy once you feel all these likes and so when you're not getting likes on your post or something like that, or like you're comparing yourself, it actually does something psych- psychological. And yeah, I mean, it's, I think the internet could be used for very good ways, but it's very dangerous too as well. It's all what we put what yeah. is in, in our brains is what comes out. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I, I guarantee all of us have felt like that, you know, comparing ourselves when we felt like- Of course. We we looked at memes for about two hours and not even know <laughs> that like two hours went by. It's, it's a trap. It's dangerous. And that's when you feel bad too. It's like you know you're looking at all this stuff and you're like, damn. And then two hours goes by and you still haven't done anything. Now you're even less motivated to get up and get going. And you know, like this is new to me. This whole podcasting stuff and it's cool. Like learning about other people's point of views and just hearing different stories. Like you know, I think it's awesome that you took the next leap in faith into your career, into what makes you happy and brings joy. Yeah. What really made you want to do that? You know, I know that you had slow, I know that we were talking a couple of days or earlier today, I should say. And, but really, I never really got to ask you the question, like what really made you want to take this path down the next journey? Yeah. Um, well, just, uh, I was done beating up myself. So like I was telling you before, I was eight years in the restaurant industry and that kind of took a toll on me, you know, just with the wrong crowd. The people who you surround yourself with is who you become. And so who uh, I was surrounding myself with wasn't uh, nothing like positive to look at. Great people, love them too as well, but they just didn't have the same mindset as what I wanted to. So yeah. restaurant industry brought me down, drinking, partying, doing all this stuff that, you know, we thought was cool, thought was fun. Yeah. At the time, there was no long term uh, in that. So I was just getting sick and tired of kind of just like doing nothing and just like, faking you know yeah. it's like you're drinking you're having but you're not are you really having fun are you really what kind of conversations are you having with these people that you're probably not even going to remember number yeah. two that i mean even after when i stopped partying and stuff and i like this like i'm communicating yeah. i'm actually know people i'm opening up and they're opening up and it's so much that just that connection they can have with people and you see that now people are dying for human connection now yeah and it's a, and that. That's what it is. So yeah, it, it's it's yeah. important to really being I mean, able to be comfortable well, in your skin. Like, oh, we're breaking up again. Internet's yeah. low. So, but yeah, you know, I think that's like, I you, think that's you, awesome. Yeah. Oh, we're breaking up. Can you hear me? Yeah. Repeat yourself one more time. I see you smiling big over there on the computer screen. What'd you say? <laughs> Give her that 4G guy. Yeah, no, seriously, I gotta upgrade to this 5G. I was like one of my buddies downtown in Fort Lauderdale. Every day he's posting the picture of a new 5G tower, and I'm just like, oh boy. I mean, there's six on one street in Fort Lauderdale, and I'm like, all right, then I better not go down there for a while. 
let all that radiation set in. But this 5G series, but you know, a lot of people forget, even when they had the 4G towers going up, a lot of people had the whole, oh, this is radiation, it's killing people, it's this and that, and you know, if you guys don't want the radiation, then get off your phone, like, you know, don't, you gotta, you gotta take everything that you have to benefit with you, or benefit us as human beings, is gonna have some kind of side effect, that's just what it is. Exactly, yeah, it's. Like I said, it's like everything in moderation. If I, you know, eat too healthy, that could even like hurt me. Suppose you know, it's yeah. just like certain things. That's just like, yeah, pick your poison overall. I mean, there's gonna be everything. We're 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 dying, you know, yeah. as we get older. It's well, this is it's the inevitable. We can't, you know, ever. That's what everyone is like. They're trying to prolong their life, you know, instead of just like really focusing on how can I prove myself here now instead of worrying about oh. I'm definitely, I'm going to get older. Yeah, there's, there's one thing in life you can't avoid is, you know, getting older, dying, getting, and paying taxes. That's just what it is in life. You know, all those stuff you have to do. So it's eventually, um, another question. What's the biggest life lesson that you've ever learned? That's a hard question right there when I ask people like, like a life lesson, like, you know, um, you're rock bottom one day and then you know like you know going to change you know when i see somebody like you my or myself or somebody who's been taking that leap of faith you know they normally have taken a lesson out of uh something out of the change yeah what would you say yours Um, is i think mine would be you know it's being just being selfless selfless all right taking yourself out of it when I took myself, when I kept thinking about myself, where what I wanted to do, what I, where I wanted to go, like all these things were just focused on my myself, which you need. Yes, you need. Uh oh, we're breaking up again. Hold on. I'm pausing. Oh, there's your studio room. All right, we're back. <laughs> yeah, you like the studio? It's not a bad setup. I actually yeah, right. got the cool ass lamp over here. I built myself. Thank you, Target. Just by right. the roll, but. So I'm going to, I'm going to get some microphones actually. And really, you know, that way I can have clear cause I'm, I'm practicing my English a little bit better. You know, speech is not always my forte, but the more I talk, the more comfortable I get in my skin. And that's another thing is people have to be more comfortable with themselves and they're really not yeah. anymore. Yeah. But a lot of times you're going to be uncomfortable. That goes with the leap of faith too as yep. well. Getting, yeah. Doing, doing, like you said, you're not good or you struggle with just speech right now. Yeah, do do it. Be uncomfortable, yeah. and things that are gonna make you uncomfortable. That will get you better. And you have to admit too, like when you're insecure about something, you got to be honest to that about yourself. And that's how you learn. A lot of people hide hide all these insecurities. Oh, look, say hi, Mason. People hide their insecurities, and they don't want to face them. And eventually, they <laughs> eventually it beats them. And that sucks about human beings is they they're too prideful. They're too like to really open up to themselves. Never mind anybody else. Yeah. You see this dog? He just wants some love. Yeah. Give him love. That's what it is. <laughs> you got to love yourself <laughs> like you love animals, right? Right, Mason? Go somewhere. <laughs> if we so. could all love like a dog. Right. Right, Mason? You just want a, a well-raised dog. You know, not a lot of dogs are scared, but that also goes back to human interaction as well. It's like if you, and unfortunately, you know, like I said, I wrote this um book one time actually and i had a hundred pages done it was a hundred things to know about life in a hundred chapters and one of my ex-girlfriends ripped it up because she thought i was just using it to get attention and that's when i was like at rock bottom and i was like 
done with life. You know, my mom kicked me out of the house at this point and I'm living at the beach and that was my happy place. You know, I go up at the beach or I was living on a friend's couch and I wrote a book and I brought it back to her. She read four chapters and she's like, you just want attention from all these girls. I'm like, first of all, this is just life advice that I want to like give on the people, like what I've taken in. And I'm like, somebody's so selfish. Like, and, and she just, you know, she wasn't comfortable in her own skin either. You know, I just... I had to get rid of that real quick, but <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a no. That's a beautiful. I mean, that, the story's not beautiful stuff, but it is beautiful because you're gonna take that, and that's gonna be something that you can go back on and think about. Yeah, you know, that's awesome. You wrote a book. I didn't know that. Yeah, Jeez. it was it was just like in a college rule notebook thing, like a rough draft kind of thing. And I reached out the publishers, and by the time I went, they're all like, "Send it in." I'm like, "Gonna go make copies," and then rip, 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 and I'm like, "All right," so. You gotta get back in it. It just wasn't the right time, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, you know, maybe I should sit down. I got all this extra time now. I mean, I'm working 40 hours a week, but that's still nothing. You know, I'm used to working 70, 80 hours a week regardless. That's that's what human beings are meant to do. We're supposed to be out working and picking stuff and in the fields and like you, working out every day and being mentally yeah. tough as well as physically tough. Yeah, I know, but I just love and I love to really enjoy life though it's not like a lot of people get caught up in that though like you know we have to work and work and yeah. you know, that's why i feel like stress is so high too as well so their life is their job really it's like you yeah. said 80 hours a week that is like you get and you're too tired when you get home you want to kind of unwind and so you don't really get to fully live the potential of your life so like i'll ask you a question so why so what is your purpose on this earth like why is what if you know i don't that, that's a great question you know and i've actually had i've had a lot of time to think about this and my you know my sister told me one day she goes you know you're the type of person that is meant to fly not crawl not walk not run but the type of person to fly and that hit me deep you know i think my true soul, soul purpose on this earth is to help somebody you know whether or not it's one person or a hundred people or make a difference and like in this world is I truly believe I'm here to help people you know going back to um, the Bible you know Daniel is actually um, uh, he knows a lot in the Bible and he's very knowledgeable and everybody goes back to him and asking him for advice and asking him questions and he has like the common sense you know I'm not too familiar I never read it but <laughs> I'm just quoting what um, you know a lot of people have told me about my name and I just I've always loved people I've always loved helping people and I've always tried pushing people to do better as well as myself you know and I've learned to be a little more structure in myself and I think that structure is important but at the end of the day if I could leave this earth a little bit more positive and say I could help at least one person then I'm cool with that you know money's cool doing all these activities is cool traveling is cool but I think at the end of the day, my purpose is to really help people out. Yeah. You know, and I yeah, think exactly. All that, all that material stuff, that's cool. If I get that, that's fine. But it's not like, that's not our main purpose. I feel yeah. like a lot of people, like, they strive for that. Like, oh, money, I need yeah. this, I need that. But they always want more and more and more. And so, and that goes back, you love helping people. I was talking to a pastor, too. We're talking about the parable of a, the sower, about a farmer. He goes and sows seeds. Mm -hmm. Some fall on, you know, uh, hard rocky services, hard rocky uh, places, and it doesn't, there's no uh, able, um, able for the flower to dig in root to that hard rocky places. Uh -huh. Some go, some go into thorns and it grows up, but then it gets choked out by the thorns. Other get eaten by birds too, as well. 
but only one time that the seed will come and it'll produce like 30, 30,000 times more fruit from that one seed. And so that one person that you help out of like the four or five or six people that didn't want your advice or anything like that. So one of six, one of five, like yeah. oh, that's a small average, you know, you're not even in the hall of fame one of five. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> person you'll help and but that person could have so much fruit and help other people. And so, yeah. And they'll take it, you know, and it, it's awesome. I love listening to, mo- like, my one of my goals is to be on the Joe Rogan show one day. You know, I've always been a huge fan of Joe Rogan, and that's kind of like, I went to my buddy Alex's house uh, a couple weeks ago, um, and he had this huge podcast set up in his house, and he's like, I haven't done anything with it yet. I mean, three or four MacBooks and two or three microphones, and he goes, I'm going to do it one day. And I'm just like, let's do a podcast right now. And he goes, no, not today. And I'm like... What are you waiting for? And he's like, I just don't know. So we just end up uh, talking about life for a little bit. And I'm like, I'm gonna do a podcast, and I'm gonna I'm gonna see you one day. I'm gonna come to your house, and we're gonna sit here. We're gonna talk for like an hour, an hour and a half, and just shoot it about life and just how, what like your journey has been. Um, you know, he's actually a pretty successful guy himself, but he's you know he's from he's from uh, Greece. His family owns like these huge uh, olive farms out there. And he was showing me these oh, wow. pictures and they're they're pretty freaking awesome. And he was telling me about the wine out there and it's like, you know, I love wine. And I'm just like, mmm, Greek wine. I never even heard about that. <laughs> yeah. So and that's that was that was another like eye opener that made me realize that was something I had on my bucket list back in the day and I never did. What do I have a podcast kind of thing or going Joe oh. Rogan. So, yeah, yeah, no, that's awesome. So um, you said your friend was successful. What is successful? What defines success to you? What defines success to me? Um, you know, he's a bit, besides like the, um, like the business aspects of it, you know, he's very involved in the community. He, um, he knows a lot of great people. He's always supporting other people, which I think is awesome. Um, you know, and he's really cool with his close with his family, which is awesome. Um, and just stuff like that. You know, he wants to always constantly be promoting somebody else besides himself. And, you know, I read some, I listened to a podcast, um, the other day about business. I think it was Matt McConaughey or somebody else who it was. And it's like, actually, no, I take that. It wasn't even a podcast about anything. I was, I'm doing the FAU courses online about tourism and, and uh, business owners and they had this guy, I forget his exact name, Donald something. He owns a, a marketing company up in Orlando. And he's oh. like, he's like, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> he's like, if you, he goes, I, I put so little, like I show up to, I'm on many boards, but I put all my, I put a little bit of time and effort into the community and I get back a hundred times more than what I get. And that really yes. made me open my eyes and I go, you know, if I could even start giving back or helping people out, you know, you, you'll see a return in like just his business, but not even just business himself. He says, he sees it like I'm happier because I'm helping these people. I'm learning these people. I'm learning from these people. I should word it as. So it's just, it's, it's cool like that. I think. So, Um, so success, I mean, the definition of success is someone achieving their aim or purpose, their purpose. Yeah, I, like, I, you know, yeah, and that goes back being that goes back, you know, to setting. What do you? That question you asked me earlier about 
oh, what is your purpose on this world? You know, if you could find out what your purpose is and you can even follow it somewhat, just a little bit, but you know, like, so I've been a manager for many years and I've always done pre-shift meetings and I want to get into public speaking as well eventually going back to my uh, goals. But it's like, you know, like I tell everybody, I go, as long as you're putting effort and a little bit of passion into your work, I don't give a, I don't give a shit if you screw up or if you mess up. But if you're honest and you're putting in the work and you have a passion about it, you're perfect in my book. You know, I don't expect perfect from anybody because I'm not perfect. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's yeah, just that cool. Yeah. And I, I've hey, actually, man. I've learned a lot just from actually managing a new crowd, um, at the river tail I was at it's a little seafood place out in Fort Lauderdale and just doing all these pre-shifts it gives you the confidence to really get up and speak in front of people and motivate people and hype people up but at the end of every one of those shifts I'm like I taught somebody something and that was my goal before the, yeah. the shift was you know teach them a new way to yeah. sell or teach them a new way about customer service or about people relationships so that was always exactly cool. it's like and I mean Go, we're been doing some Bible terms in the Bible. It's, it talks about carrying, carrying your cross. So what that means is like, you know, not everyone's going to be successful in certain ways, you know, but it's like you're in your situation. How can you make it better? How can you influence someone to as well? So like a stay at home mom, you know, and she's cleaning, cooking, doing all these things, but like, she's not really, she's only helping her household but you know there's still people who come deliver stuff to her door there's neighbors too as well yeah. so there's always different ways you can do it it's just getting outside your mind and you know mm. overcoming the fear so this all wraps around yeah. into one little yeah and going outside of your mind goes like a long way as well and a lot of people and that comes back to going back and earlier in the conversation about change and making that jump to your next uh your next stage is you got to overcome your own thoughts and just whether or not it's putting five five minutes into something new and then putting seven minutes. You know, I did a podcast the other day about change. And it's like, you know, everybody wants change and they have all these high expectations that's gonna happen the other like right away, but you have to make goals to it. Like, you know, you gotta yes. you gotta have a forever education about learning something or you gotta network yourself. I think my biggest problem is I don't really hang out with a lot of people just because a lot of people like no, they're in the food industry, they're in the drinking or getting fucked up and they don't have the dream or the vision I want to have for myself. But that's on me. You know, I'm not everybody else. I don't choose. I choose to hang out with people I hang out with. I choose to be by myself because I want to be comfortable in my skin. Um, but you got to make goals and you got to set like, for example, my goal is to lose 25 pounds. I know I'm not going to lose that in two months. You know, when you were training, you want to gain muscle mass or you want to gain or lose weight. You set your first step and then you set your second step. And I found out that so many people give up on their on their goals because they're setting such high standards on themselves. And that's that's some advice I'd give. That was what my last podcast was about is set yourself into realistic expectations. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. Have those long term goals, have those hard to reach goals too as well, but have those short term goals that you can reach, that you can make uh, maintain too as well. And yeah, I mean, you could do the gym reference nonstop. Like, yeah, okay, I want to get healthy. I want to lose 25 pounds, okay? It's good that first week, maybe, maybe that first week you actually do good, but it's like, it's more as keep on going. Just that, it's um, the consistency. People lack consistency. They lack, you know, fully committing into that, whether they, you know, they look at someone, they get doubt. 
Um, or if they mess up one time, just because you messed up or cheated one time doesn't mean, okay, that's, it's yeah. over. No, you bounce, it's bounced back. When you bounce back, that's better. And then planning out your day um, and starting off, starting off your morning or like right, you know, talk something positive, uh, right? In, in control your video. thoughts. That's what you were like telling the me the other yeah. day. You control your own thoughts, but I, it's yeah. hard, but you know, as it's, human beings, we're able to do it, which is awesome, man. <laughs> yeah. We know we know life is not going to be easy. No, like, absolutely not. In the Bible, it doesn't even say it's going to be easy. It tells you it's going to be tough, and it's going to be enemy all around you, and thoughts all around you. And yeah. It just caps like, what we can control: our head and our action. How do we react? You know, if someone, you know, it turns me off the wrong way, or maybe they make fun of me. Do I make fun of them back? Do I retaliate, yeah. or do I show love and yeah. give them, throw them off in a way? So that's what people aren't used to. It. So yeah. it's yeah. Little, a little confusion, you know, goes a long way. And it's, you and you used to be in the food industry, so you know how that dry sense of humor is. And you, you can go back and somebody says something slick to you, you turn back and you, you fire that. But that's that's that industry that you're in. You could fight backwards with words, but in life, you know, people don't realize that not everybody has the same. Actually, you know, another great thing I once, not once said, but I once heard was, not everybody thinks the same as you. And a lot of people forget that in life. And I think some great leaders have that awesome knowledge about knowing like, listen, you know, I know the person next to me doesn't think the same way I do. I know they don't see the same way I do, but it's how do I adapt to them to help myself grow and them grow? And that's that's what I've, that's what, how I learned actually. Uh, Ron McGrower, when I was telling you about, I opened up a bunch of burger joints uh, back in the day. He taught me that yeah. when I was like 19 years old, I think I was at the time. And he goes, you know, you're gonna be in this position at work and in a career, and you're gonna be managing people 20 years older than you, five years younger than you. But he goes, at the end of the day, you have to remember, not one person is gonna think the same way you're gonna think. And I took that to heart, you know, I just, you know, cause that's, I've always liked the leadership role. You know, I've been a captain of all my sport teams I was ever on and stuff like that. So I think it's cool stuff. Huh. Yeah, it's yeah. Everyone wants the uh, everyone wants to be rich. Everyone wants to be famous. Everyone wants these things, but are they really willing to put into work? Yeah. Uh, you see this? You see this? What this is? What see is this that? diamond, baby? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's a big old diamond a, right there. <laughs> that's a real authentic diamond. Okay. Did this look like this? When it first was made, nope. no, it little, was big rock. A little bit. Right? Everyone wants to be in the diamond, but no one wants to get cut to nope. be. No, nope. bam! Couldn't have said it better myself. And people <laughs> give up too. You know what I mean? Then people gave in. Uh, there's a uh, Big Sean has these lyrics where it's like it takes pressure. Um, or I forget exactly how it goes, but pressure makes diamonds, and that's what it is. You press it together and. Everything gets cut, and that's and people cave in, and it sucks. And what advice would you give somebody who is like, you know, feeling down about themselves during this tough time? Obviously, we all know, like it's it's a fucked up time in this life, not this life, but in this world right now. Just everything going on, millions of people a week are applying for unemployment all over the world, and people are dying left and right, you know, and it's. It's fucked up. What advice would you give to somebody who's like upset or just bored? You know, not even bored, um, but. Well, I mean, it goes back to, you know, our mind, you know, it's the way you perceive it. Um, so, you know, are you going to let these, are you going to let this scenario 
you know, control you or you going to control it. We can't control the world overall, but like how we react to it. So yeah, yeah it's, it's easy for me to, you know, be down. It's easy for me to stay home and not work out and go and get alcohol and drink instead of doing something like reading a book or, you know, even watching a documentary. I mean, you don't really get as much out of it, but I'd rather like read a book. Uh, but, you know, look at you, what you were doing in your past life, because I feel like when well, you're before the virus, like look what you did before then, because I feel like this virus has, should be a wake up call for all of us. It Absolutely. should change all of us. It should. OK, what was I doing before? And now how can I change that? And how can I utilize this time? Because you should be able to get this is catch up time, yeah. catch up around the housework, catch up around you know reading books or doing other things that you wanted to do that you couldn't do and spending time with family like yep. a lot of people have kids you get to have be with your kids like i feel i see show them what upset. love is they're upset that they have their kids for so i'm like these are your kids raise them so it's just digging like where are you getting your thoughts and what are you looking at are you just watching netflix some some people said they complete they just watch netflix so that means they completed everything on it yeah. and so but what did you get from it did you learn from that did you grow from that mm-hmm. you know did you no and so it's it is a continual growth process age doesn't uh wisdom doesn't come with age yeah. you know i can get older but that doesn't mean i'm getting smarter or wiser no you know, so you got to work on it. It's a continual process of work, work and a renewal of the mind. I talked about that in the Bible. So, one one yeah. of my my grandfather used to always tell me, going back, adding on to what you're saying is, you know, they could take everything in your life from you. I mean, look what's going on now. They're taking our jobs away from us. They're saying we can't work or we can't do this. But the one thing in life they can never take away from you is going to be your education. And that, that's, you know, I wish I took that to heart a little bit more serious a couple of years ago and I really started learning about who I am and what I really want to do and grown from experience, which I did, you know, I'm going a little hard on myself, but took it more to heart. And it's, it's 100% true. They could swipe you of your house, your car, your credit cards, your money, the IRS could take everything from you. But if you have that education and that wisdom and your mindset, they can't take that from you. You know, they don't have those, like, men in black, they used to have those little flashers, and then you wouldn't yeah. remember anything from your past, but that's just one thing they can't take from you, which I think is, and that's why education is very important, and life lessons are important, and it's it's awesome, uh, and so many yeah. people aren't taking this time to figure out who they are, what they want to do, spending time with people who care about them, reaching out to friends, and it's been really motivating to have cool ass conversations like this with really good people like yourself and um, other you. people as well. You know, just listening yeah. to all these cool podcasts and stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I mean, I kind of agree with that. So, education, I feel like I, I do agree. Yes, get a good education, do that too as well. But you know, I mean, from personally, in my my experience, like when I went to college, it was more just going okay, party, meet people, and stuff yeah. like that. But I feel like a lot in America yeah. wide, that's what I see and that's what I uh, hear. Yeah. But um, you know, I feel like education after a while, it just after you get to a certain point, it's it teaches you how to get a job, really. Yeah. So what is like education doing for people right now in this time? You know, did they teach them how to like survive on a crisis that never would have thought? anyone what happens so it's like i feel like you learn from different people overall yes some teachers are good but some most teachers are like are they happy that they're teachers it's hard 
most teachers go into the field like knowing that the pay is gonna suck. They knowing that it's gonna be a tough job. They know that it's like, but it's a passion though. That's what they wanna do. You know, people don't really t become a teacher for the money. They become it for a passion. It's and that's that's yeah. awesome too. You know, and it's finding a career that makes you happy. But um, going back are, to, were all your teachers happy? Yeah, for the most part, I think I had some. Real, I think I had some really good teachers growing up. You know, I had a couple of teachers who were just. I had too, yeah. Over it's, the place. It but it depends on how you treat them. You know, we're all humans, so we all get frustrated as can be. So. Yeah, I'm actually gonna watch tonight. I'm gonna watch this movie called God's Not Dead. Uh huh. Have you heard of it? No. Is it on Netflix so or is it on? Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's about a teacher. He's an atheist. He's like, okay, just to make this class short, just everyone write it. God is dead on your paper. Sign it, and then we don't have to debate that there is no God. And the only one student didn't do it, and so he had. Now he has to come up with a, a reason why God is alive compared to the teacher. God is dead, and then yeah. he has to um, influence the whole class. And so it should be a good movie. Yeah, that sounds like a cool movie. Uh, yeah. But you know, what so for your for your believing in God, you know, I'm gonna wrap this up soon. I know it's getting okay. kinda late. Um or a long Let day ahead. Check. Um for God, what do you what do you do you believe God is inner you, outer you? Is it a like a person? Is it an energy? What is your whole perspective on God? You know, I don't I don't religion is all over the board for everybody all over the world, you know, the like you can't you're not here to fight or anything like that with other people's belief, yeah. but of course not, never. So what is? Yeah, so yeah, so um, I mean, so yeah, religion, like you said, it, religion has a bad rap. I mean, look how many religions. Yeah. Like, if I googled religions, it's probably in the like millions or thousands, yeah. high thousands. And it's so fucked it's, up. I'm gonna interrupt you real quick, and I'm sorry, crazy. but it's fucked up. But people let religion and politics mix together, and I think that's yeah. where that's where it went south in this world. Unfortunately, I don't mean to cut you off, but keep going. You're good. Um, no, I mean I agree. Yeah, like yeah, those are two things. Like you, you, it's hard to talk to with people. Yeah. I talk about politics. I'll talk about you know faith, uh, Facebook. Yeah. Um, my my dad puts you know it's not like it's not a religion. You don't want it's not a religion. It's your it's a personal relationship with you and God. Yep. And so I believe that yes, God is He's in us too as well. Yeah. Uh, it says in the Bible that Christ. Who died on the cross and uh, rose from the dead is in us too as well. Mm -hmm. So, and I do believe that. I mean, look at like how like look at you, man. You're yeah. a beautiful gift, man. Like, thanks, man. <laughs> how, like how crazy is like the human body? How it can heal itself? How mm -hmm. it can all do all these things? And the brain. And how quick eye. we can adapt and stuff like that. That's awesome, man. Yes. And so it's just like how, like, look at the world around us. Look at the fear and the chaos now. It's like, what are people falling back on? They're like scared of death. And so it's like, you shouldn't fear death because no. you know, like, this is only temporal and then eternal is heaven. And so yeah. honestly, yeah, this is a right now, this is a perfect time for the coronavirus because um, it talks about things like this happening in the end times. It's called pestilence. Pestilence yep. will hit the land. This is disruptions in the land. And so this is, I mean, if you think this is bad, I feel like it's just going to slowly but surely get worse. I mean, that's, yeah. and, 
Well, they're saying all this is supposed to come back in a couple months. Yeah, I heard there. I heard it's already re, um, the coronavirus is already recirculating in China again. You know, it's just, and this is just yeah. an eye opener for the world. You know, it's going to be a completely different place after this, completely. You know, and it's New yeah. York actually just passed a law now, where once they start opening things back up, you're still mandatory or mandated. Not even time mandatory. It's mandated to wear a, ma- a face mask. You know, that's yeah. how it was in China for so many years due to pollution and smog. But look how clean the earth is now, man. Have you seen any earth pictures about the lakes in Italy and vents and all that clearing up and the pollution in earth. India now? You could see the Himalayan mountains beautifully yes. now. And Mother Nature, you know, and I'm a firm believer that, you know, they always say that you're a product of your greater good. And I truly believe, like, you know, human beings were, and I hate to say this, I believe human beings were cancer to earth you know cancer is something you know that hasn't they don't have a cure for it because it's constantly the dna and cancer is constantly changing so they can't kill the actual cancer cells and you know look at human beings we're populating way too quick so what does mother nature have to do in order to slow it down it has to fight us back and how does mother nature fight back diseases natural disaster flooding thunderstorms tornadoes and it's the same thing as our inner body. Our antibodies will fight, 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 and fight until we're dead. Until it's like, yeah. it's dead. And that's just, that's what my belief is, you know, on Earth and how yeah. we're part of Earth and greater God and all that stuff. Yeah. So, so what, do you, what do you believe in general? I mean, I know we're wrapping this up and we can yeah. get on this topic forever. No, but, you're good, man. I could talk but, all night long. <laughs> I love good conversations. But you say, like, Mother Nature, and then you say God. So what do you believe, like, like the I be- Earth? I believe God is is our inner thoughts. You know, I believe just for me personally, I go, you know, when you pr- when I personally, you know, b- pray to somebody greater than me, my thoughts are the one that's expanding. It's an energy I'm giving out. It's a vibe. It's almost like manifesting. You know, please, you know, don't get me wrong. I believe in God. I believe God is inner, um, and I believe He's there's always something out there listening to you. You know what I mean? Um, and going back to the mother nature, I believe mother nature is a huge part of God just because it's her earth, you know, it's her earth. God has put us on this earth. Our energies have put us on this earth. This is where we grew. This is where we, um, evolved into. This is our planet and back to sickness. Everybody in the world knows earth is sick. There's nothing planet earth is sick. There's nothing in this world that anybody could deny about, oh, this planet is, is fine, it's fine, you know, whether or not it's from global warming being real or not real, from pollution not being, or it's not scarce enough, or there's too much pollution, or we shouldn't worry about it. Any kind of, like, emissions that we give off on this planet, we're hurting it. If it's not natural, we're hurting it. Any kind of nat- unnatural foods we're putting into our body, any kind of negative thoughts we're putting into our body, any kind of self-like that's ruining us just as it's ruining the planet. And that's that's what I personally believe in. Yeah. And, you know, and it's when you pray to God, which, you know, I every day I sit down in the morning, I wake up and I my first thoughts out of my mind are, today's gonna be a good day. I'm gonna think positive, I'm gonna I'm gonna have I'm gonna create a structure, um, going like how I'm gonna think when I'm upset or when I'm sad or when I'm just bored. It's what am I gonna do next? And it's so that's what I believe in, you know, like we're... So where are, your, where are your prayers going? I don't understand. So they're going to yourself in a way or... So 
it's like going back to manifesting. You know, when you manifest something, it's you're constantly saying change is going to happen, change is going to happen. And look what happens. You know, most of the time change happens. It's your perception's reality. So my prayers where it's like please it's the energy I'm giving out. It's like, you know, please man, let me let me um for instance, you know, I said a prayer the other day. Um, as I was just laying in bed, you know, I like this, you know, this might sound weird, but I, I, I'm a firm believer in being comfortable in your skin where you should be able to sit in the pitch black and just have your thoughts with you. And I did that the other day and I'm, I'm sitting there, please let my, please let my self be healthy. All my friends and family and everybody who's been in my life be healthy, let success and let people not be scared. I believe that's just, you know, it's manifesting towards everywhere um as for my prayers like the energy i give out is just manifesting towards everybody whether or not they believe it or not or so yeah where do you think your prayers go now i'm kind of interested that's awesome uh no so no i mean i believe god created the heavens and the earth so i mm. believe in the bible um so he created so i feel like this definitely got something somebody greater than us created this Absolutely. earth i feel like like the big bang, I don't feel like that could happen. I don't feel like yeah. any of this could happen without it. It just happened by chance. Yeah. Uh, me talking to you right now, I mean, this is kind of, you know, it's like how, how to happen by chance. I feel like there is definitely a, a purpose uh, towards that. So, um, no, like I believe in heaven and I feel like this overall is a wake up call. The corona, it's because, like, you know, what, what are our thoughts? going towards you know i feel like a lot of us have neglected you know god and our creator and you know even christians we some of us call us christians and we believe in god but do we like do we show do we show it do we live by an example um you know are we loving our neighbor Mm -hmm. it says some it says about if you if you don't love your neighbor you don't love the brethren then you're a murderer it's hard but it's hard too nowadays man like you could tell the culture difference up north where you're at up in baltimore compared to down here in south florida you know when i was i told you earlier i used to go up to massachusetts you can go to your neighbor's house and knock on it on their door and can have a cup of sugar you can't do that everywhere in the world unfortunately people have gotten so stuck up and so self-isolated and so much hate towards others that it's the fear of just like, you know, oh, you're on my door. I could pull a gun out right now and shoot you, you know, and yeah. of course, but we did that to ourselves as humans. We can't, you can't, no, you can't sit there and argue and say, oh, I just want some sugar, man. Put your fucking gun away. They have every right. You know, you're on my property. You're trespassing. I don't fucking like you. I don't know what you're coming to my house for. And we've, we've yeah. ultimately lost, you know, and I've, I'm a, people lost trust in people over the years from robbery and from people being depressed and sad and just scared you know i I watched my neighbor a couple years ago um actually as i was going through my dark time it was like two or three in the morning and for some reason i'm like let me look out my window and i see this guy trying to break into my car and i'm like oh my god so what do i do right now do i go outside you know i'm not carrying a weapon on me obviously you know i don't I don't have one, um, but I had a two by, for some odd reason, I had a bed frame and I had like a two by four with like some screws that had to get screwed in there. Like, do I go chase this guy down? Do I let my dog in after? And I'm just, I go and wake my mom up. I'm like, I'm calling the cops right now. And you know, obviously I didn't do anything. I didn't pursue the guy, but it's, 
you know, the same people that come and wave hi to you every day are the same ones trying to fucking steal from you and rob from you. And that broke my heart as a human being. I'm like, it just, it sucks because, you know, I knew it was my neighbor. Everybody in my neighborhood who I talked to about it is like, yeah, that guy's known for that. And I'm just like, fuck, man, this guy's come up to me and said, hi, and hey, nice car. And I'm just like, thanks. And now you're trying to steal from me. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a firm believer in like, you know, that guy's going to get what's coming to him. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you get just kind of, like you said, you got to show love because you don't know what he's been through or what he's gone through. I know that's not like he's breaking into your car. It's hard. It's easy to say, okay, like, okay, like, forget that guy. Like, but it's like, no, why did he do that overall? And, mm-hmm. You know, because he's a human being too. And that's like you said, like, survival. If we want, you know? If we want to change, if we want to change the world and have like more, like what are we doing it to make it better? Are we leading by example? Are we going out on a limb, you know, helping other people who are, you know, who are enemies to us? It says yeah. love your enemy. I mean, that's a hard thing to someone who's yep. stealing your car and then you're going to be like, hey man, I, I saw what you did and I, I respect forgive that. you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Turn I'm a forgiving person. But hey, I'm actually we're running up out of time on the uh, podcast. You now we got a we had a good uh, series going, almost an hour hey, long. That's pretty nice. fucking awesome, man. We'll have yeah. to do this again. Uh, let me wrap. Sure. I'm gonna wrap up the um, the whole recording, but we can stay on the webcam for a little bit and talk if you want. Uh, Jesse, good night, brother. It's been real. Thanks for coming and being my guest on the podcast. Perfect. Good night, brother. Thank you. No problem. Thanks everybody for tuning in to the Dan Griffin Podcast Show.